Hey guys, it's Sprayden. Just wanted to give off a fair warning that um, Jackson's audio at the first two or so minutes of this episode is a little muffled. Something happened, not really sure, but um, it fixes itself in uh, probably about two or three minutes in. So please bear with us with that um, and enjoy the episode. Hey. hey, and welcome Howdy. to Through Imperial Eyes. Um, I'm Braden Ledbetter. I'm your I'm your host slash co-host. And I'm Jackson Bailey, and I'm your host slash co-host. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Do I have to talk like this the rest of the episode? You don't have to. You can if you want, but you don't have to. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've set like an unspoken precedent that I have to talk like this we now. We can keep the vibe. But I don't think we have to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll talk normally. Jeez. That was that, that was a lot of effort, actually. Um, very talented. It took me 10 minutes to um, unprepare that voice. Wow, so. I love that. That's, ne- that's real dedication. Never do that again. Yeah, thank you. Well, cool. Well, we're here on episode 18 now. We've, we've been doing this podcast for 18 weeks. Isn't that crazy? That is a little crazy. On, on the 18th of May, the 18th news episode. Is it, is it hashtag def- main is it show. And it's just definitely the 18th. That's weird. It is. It is the 18th. And people watching this on the 20th are like, what? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's the 20th. <laughs> yeah, we're going to throw off all our um, audience. But, um, well, hi, Jackson. Hello. Uh, uh, I, I want to say also a happy, very happy late birthday to the maker, George Lucas. To the man. May 14th was his birthday. Um, and in celebration, we'll kind of kick into what's been going on in our Star Wars life. I bought something and um, it's on my shelf right here. It is, it's like the children's Who is George Lucas book. Oh. And they have like the whole series of like the Who is and it's like a famous person. Oh, that's cool. And I have the Who is George Lucas book. It's like a little chapter book about like basically like a little unauthorized biography of George Lucas, which is pretty cool. What's that little, um, is that a new black series next to that book or is that still the, that is a new black series. What'd the you one get? I sent you, that is Boba Fett, ah. the black series Boba Fett from, uh, it's one of the newer ones. The, it's like it's the from Target. 50, 58, Lucasfilm 50 anniversary? No, it's not the Lucasfilm 50. I think it's just, um, you know how like the, the, the Black Series. Is that um, just the new? That's, it's kind of like a re- repackaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that one. It comes with like the jetpack, a bunch of different accessories. There's a lot of goodies in that that's in awesome. that Black Series. Um, and I mean, I... We we both bought some stuff this weekend, but I also bought a um there I saw this really cool Funko Pop at Target. And it is a Mando Funko Pop, but it's all red and chromed out. It's like a Target exclusive. It's awesome. And I was like, Oh, you know what? This it's is like, this is probably rad. This is probably gonna be either is or going to be a little rare, so I just picked it up. I also see your little Babu Frick next to your little Grogu. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. I'm gonna He's like, do I'm something. working through it. <laughs> Very unprofessional, very unprofessional uh, radio silence. But listen to this, everybody. There it is. <laughs> I almost bought 
they had at Target the they had like the little stuffed ones that Target has, and it was uh, they had a Tauntaun, a Wampa, and a Lothcat. And I almost got one, and then I was like, "Wow, my dog is going to destroy this if I uh, if I purchase this." So I may not this time. Honestly, honestly, you should set up you should set up Babu to like actually like be standstill and he'll just be you for an episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I was too I was too busy messing with Babu Frick to even listen to what you're talking about. But I hope our listeners really enjoy what you well, just I, said. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. No, um, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I bought because I made a lot of purchases this week. and got to look at my shelf really quick. Um, oh, and I also, so on the back of the box for my, the Babu Frick I got, there's like a really cool, like, it kind of looks like a trading card, but it's not. It's just like this big thing is just Babu Frick and it's a photo of him. That's cool. So I cut it out and I just put it on my shelf just because it looks cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I have been listening to, uh, man, that, the Rise of Skywalker score is really growing on me. Really? I've been listening to that like crazy, just like whenever I'm writing and stuff. I, I love, just love that score. Excellent background noise. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, what, I don't think we really talk about this. What do you think is your favorite Star Wars score? Probably Empire. Yeah. Um, mainly because I love the overall tone that John Williams establishes with that with that movie. Um, mm-hmm. And in that movie, I think I think the score is definitely a character. It's a itself. major aspect to that movie. Yes. And yeah, uh, yeah. there are some classic bops in that, like that I, that yeah, I yeah. think go a little underappreciated, but like, it's something that everybody recognizes and knows. Yeah. I, right. I, I'd say Empire. I, at least I jump between a new hope and empire just cause those have like the classics to me. Yeah. Um, what would you say, um, your favorite sequel trilogy score is? Out of those three movies. Probably. Oh, well, there's I've got a couple, but I, I switch between Ray and Kylo's theme. I love just the stark difference of those. And what about like a movie as a whole? Like which movie of the, oh, of which the sequels? Movie score? Uh, I'll probably say Force Awakens. OK, yeah. It's like the introduction to all the yeah, new it, themes. And it, and, it, yeah, it yeah. throws all that different stuff. And it's it it doesn't use the um the like homage motif that um rise of skywalker uses a bunch but it's right. enough that the score sounds familiar in itself because like yeah that's kind of what's like the rise of skywalker scores point is to kind of like it's reminding of us of all of the important moments by you know while the story is newer, it the music is kind of like it's almost like, you know, when Luke talks to Ray and there's like there's kind of that like classic. So I don't know what song plays specifically, but I'm using that example. And it's like, oh, this is like when Yoda taught Luke a lesson. And, you know, the music can kind of match that. And yeah, so I think I think the reason I like the Rise of Skywalker score so much is because I think the a lot of the themes in that and that whole score i think tug at my heartstrings the most well and like rise of skywalker does a really good job of just kind of being like the classic star wars playlist while still but having its own a lot of and really original great new yeah, yeah 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 there's a lot of really great new like there's a theme that's literally called the rise of skywalker right and it's yeah amazing. um 
Yeah, no, that's and that's why I like the Rise of Skywalker theme with that. I think when I compare it to like the Force Awakens theme, it's it's the same feelings that Rise of Skywalker is emitting with um, new, just all new, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I love just that overall tone that John Williams set for uh, Force Awakens. Um, for sure. I'll go through. I bought some stuff as well. Um, so I'm trying to think off the top. Oh, well, so I went home Sunday um, and I went through all of my old toy bins. Um, oh, yeah. And dug deep. And even then I didn't get everything that I actually wanted. But I got I got a lot of different cool stuff and figures that were fully together. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. So I sent you the image, but I found a a I think it's a classic because like. It's old and it, it was it's an it's a slave one with yeah. came, came with little Boba Fett um, that he was sitting inside. And I was I fo- saw that first and was just like, oh, I was like, that's a jackpot. I was like, I don't even need to look for the rest. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think what I'm going to do with it, too, is it's got a handle on the back to like play fly with it. I'm going to mm-hmm. suspend it. I'm going to put like fishing line on it. And oh, that's cool. Hang it yeah. above my little office. And then with that. So JJ sent us, you know, you got your little Yoda. I got a yeah. tie striker. I'm going to build that and suspend it as, as well. And oh, have, awesome. have it be chased Careful because by they are very fragile. OK, yeah, I haven't opened my box yet. So even if I don't. Yeah. Um, I know back home I found also I found my Anakin Starfighter, my little nice. Jedi I th- Anakin. I'm sure that's in my basement somewhere. I didn't bring it home, but it's in it's in full condition. And then I found my old I didn't I forgot I had this. Uh I have Vader's TIE Fighter as well. I have a Vader TIE oh, Fighter nice. toy. Um but with what I brought home was that slave one. Um I found my two uh Han and Luke Stormtrooper action figures. Oh awesome. Um with, with their helmets, I found a full Vader that has a removable helmet. I have an Anakin. Um, what else did I grab? Oh, I grabbed a Palpatine and then I grabbed a Mace Windu and I found an I found a Ben Kenobi, but my, all of my Obi-Wans were missing hands. And oh. when I was going through the bin, all of the hands I found a either didn't look good or didn't fit. So I just I scrapped it and I think of everything. I only found two like full like actual lightsabers that like weren't broken or just like a, a, a just a handle. Right. Um, yeah. So a bunch of different action figures that I kind of stumbled upon and took home. I'm going to set them up and I'll uh, I'll pose them and all that. They're the little six inch. Uh, a lot of uh, Revenge of the Sith stuff. I know things that I left at home. Uh, I found a Kit Fisto, a Kiati Mundi and Ayla Secura. Um, who's the one girl who gets blasted off her speeder during Order sixty six? The oh, the um, I know who you're talking about. Why can't I, f- I think of her name? I forget what that species called too, where they have like the the like like different like it's usually like white or blue, the kind of like dread look, and you know what I'm talking about like yeah, they yeah, back yeah, up. I, forget. Yeah, I, I, I I know who you're talking about. I can't put a name to her face. Her. And I can't think the the last three, I can't think of what their names are, but the Jedi that had the big horns on his head that like went to the side. Yeah. Yeah. I found him. And then, uh, no, I didn't, which I kind of was surprised at that. I didn't have that. I had all of these other Jedis, but not Plo Koon. Um, I, I wish I found a green lightsaber because I would have brought that kid Fisto with me. Um, 
But and then getting ready for your uh, your Star Wars display shelf for your well, office. So I have my little corner that I've got for my office and I put my bookshelf up and then I bought some or I got some shadow boxes that I'm going to put action figures in. And then nice. Um, I went to Target and found uh, Lucasfilm 50th anniversary black series. Uh, they had. <laughs> they had grief carga as always, uh, of course. Um, but they had—I'm sure there's a quill in there too. No, I uh, actually the target here in Cape has only been grief carga. There's always wow. three grief cargas that just sit there. Yeah, um, for for a lot of the St. Louis area ones, it's always grief carga or quill or nothing. <laughs> Dude, I, I call the quill. I'll call the quill a win. That's that's. I haven't seen one of those yet. But the fiftieth, they had Death Troopers. They had two Death Troopers, and they had. I forget what they were actually called, but it's the Stormtroopers from the second Bill Burr episode for Mandalorian. Yeah, the, like the like shuttle like Stormtroopers, whatever they were. Mm-hmm. They had those, and then they what the one I bought was a Tuscan Raider. Um, He's on my pretty, recommendation. On your recommendation, yes, I was yeah. stuck between that or the uh, Death Trooper. Overall, I'm very glad I got the Tuscan Raider. He's very cool. Me he too. comes comes with like a he's got a cycle rifle and he's got like the Gaddafi 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 How do you say that? I don't really know. The like club, you know, whatever. Um, it's regional. There's no wrong way to say it. There's that, and then he's got two little handheld things. But I think I'm going to give him the the Gaddafi skick. Oh, so you're going to unbox him? I am because I'm, oh, gotcha. I'm going to try and do it delicately and I'm going to, un- and I'm, and I want to pose him. I want him to do like the classic hanging, you know, the, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited to open that and get that together. Um, what else did I get? Oh, you know what? I didn't get, I, I couldn't get it, but today at work at Goodwill, I, Am clock, I'm clocking out of my shift, and as I'm clocking out, I pass the wares. Uh, for, for the audience, I work at Goodwill, if that wasn't just obvious of what I just said. And at Goodwill, there is a rule of if you f- see something in the back room, you cannot buy it until it has been out on the floor for, for 24 hours, and Goodwill watches that crap, so you got to know. Um, <laughs> I'm leaving Goodwill today as I clock out, and I pass a box of PlayStation 2 games, and I just bought a PlayStation 2 last week uh, from Goodwill as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, cool. I'll check these out real quick. And if anything stands out, I'll buy it whenever it goes out on the floor. And I'm looking through it and it's all like, it's like PGA games. It's racing games. It's a lot of golden eyes. And the very last one was Revenge of the Sith. No way. That's going to sell immediately too. I know. And I was just like, I was telling Alexis, I was like, I literally have to watch out like when it's on there. Cause I gotta, I gotta jump on it. I gotta get it ready. You gotta but, hide it. You gotta make sure it doesn't go out. I know. I gotta be like, Hey guys, like I need you. I need your help, dude. And I like opened it. It still had the booklet. It, ha- it was, oh in, my it's, God. it's like in perfect condition. That I goes for like 50 plus do- dollars on I eBay know. and stuff. Um, I did find some for like, Seven twelve bucks. Same with Battlefront Two. I found some that like they claimed to be tested, and like obviously I didn't do the full research if they were decent or not. But like I, I did find some for like a, a median price of like twelve twenty bucks. You know, there you go. Um, but yeah, that's all. I think that's all of my new Star Wars things. Well, b- I, before we get into news, um, did you ever watch that Kenobi film that I sent you? Oh, I did. Yes. And it actually, it, it, you were right. It give was me, very, give me a little review. It was very interesting. Um, and we're talking about the Kenobi f- uh, fan film by Jamie Costa. 
for the I, listeners? So I'm running through everything in my head because I watched it a few days ago. Jamie Costa's uh, portrayal and acting for Obi-Wan was very, very... Uh, oh, he's so good. Uh, it was surprising. I didn't expect it to be as good as, as it was. And I know yeah. you had mentioned that prior, but even like his voice was just like... It down to like, sound the, like a bad, the minute mannerisms yeah. and like the way he even like sets his eyes and looks at things. It's yeah. so weird. And like he looked at like you in at specific points where I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. I was like, that really was just a good casting in general of just how he did that. Um, yeah, it was fun. Um, there were definitely little tidbits where the guy who played Owen, I was like, why well, love acting? <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, some of the, I, some of the performances. Um, <laughs> the Imperial uh, officer, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's James Arnold Taylor, by the way. Oh, is it really? That's yeah, so that's, funny. Yeah, that's why that's why he plays it so theatrically, because yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. OK, yeah, that makes a lot. And it wasn't like terrible. It adds, it adds this fun layer to it. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was really cool. It was really fun. I love the, uh, the, when he whips out the lightsaber and I like that it was never Obi-Wan's lightsaber. It was always Anakin's that he used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was very, it was very well done and well shot and well acted. Um, yeah, it was definitely fun. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's a, it's a very small taste as of what we may be able to expect when it comes to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Expect what it'll feel like. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I will say as a final piece of what I've been doing Star Wars wise is I started the High Republic comics yesterday. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're actually, they're a blast. Um, so there's, there's two, there's two lines and the first has five issues now. And I am, I just, I think I read up to three. I didn't read four. Maybe I did, but that one is like quote unquote the main one, and it's all Light of the Jedi characters. It's it's awesome. um Avar Chris, it's 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 the main character and protagonist is uh her name's Keeve something, but she is um Skier, the Tranjo the Trandoshan right, yeah. um Jedi. It's his well, it was his Padawan. She gets knighted in the first uh comic in the first issue. Okay. Um but yeah, it's really cool. It's really fun. It's it's nice putting a face to some of these characters and it's nice seeing like it's nice seeing them like getting more kind of like just seeing how they are and who they are in their normal day to day life. Um, the story is pretty cool. Uh, it's nice because each issue deals with the problems that like are overall. So like the Drengear are in this line. Whereas in the second line, which is all about, um, well, I've only read two, but in the two, it, it splits between one of Yoda's Padawans and then this force sensitive girl on a planet that's being, uh, it's being devastated by a late, like Hetzel cluster. So like great disaster right, stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. There's this planet gets attacked or well, this planet gets like ambushed with one of those clusters and Yoda's class is the only people nearby. So they have to help. Um, So they deal with like the Nile and they show up. um, Okay. And the art, the artwork's different. It feels a lot more um, like classic style. It's a very vintage looking art style. Yeah. Yeah. I think Um, that's how a lot of the Star Wars issues look. Well, and like. 
the uh, the one with like Skier and Avar Chris is very updated comics. It's very it, it's very Marvel comics. It, it okay. very much looks like Marvel did this, which I know they did. But whereas the that's the like the High Republic. It's I think the storyline's called uh, "There Is No Fear." But the Yoda ones are just like High Republic adventures. Um, gotcha. And while I like the There Is No Fear overall story, the first two High Republic adventures are bonkers, like are just really killer, like comics themselves. Um, Yeah, check out that first one, at least just because that itself is really is a really fun comic. And like, it's cool because like it's the most Yoda content we may see in the High Republic, but he's not a main character in it. Um, Right. He also looks like Tommy Lee Jones, and I think it's funny. <laughs> I remember you texting me that. And like it, the more you look at it, you're like, wow, he really does kind of look like Tommy Lee Jones. Like <laughs> cast Tommy uh, Lee Jones as Yoda in the higher uh, public that'd movie. Be kind of, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anyway, we got a couple news stories here. A little bit of a slow week. Um, what's our first news story? So Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim uh, moved their dates up to May 26th and May 29th of 2022. Through 2022. Oh, through 29th uh, through 2022. Uh, the official site announced today that the event originally scheduled for August 18th through the 21st of, of 2022 is moving it up to May 26th through the 29th of 2022. Uh, the event will still take place in Anaheim, California at the Anaheim Convention Center. Um and this is pretty good news just because like it's going to be sooner than anticipated. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's definitely good news. I'm sure every um, single hotel in Anaheim for that weekend is completely booked now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and current ticket holders seeking to keep their existing tickets will have their order automatically transferred to the new event dates. They will receive a new confirmation email in the coming months as the events get closer. And if a ticket holder wishes to request a refund for their 2022 ticket order for any reason, they need to visit StarWarsCelebration.com. Um, well, that's definitely glad that, like, I always know that's such a such a stressful thing of, like, yeah. something got moved and you're just like, well, great. Now can I do it? I just play. Which is, I just which took- is like the new norm now. Yeah, right. Um, no, but that's cool that they're able to move it up. Um, so yeah. and you just know, to, to ensure that this is that this is still going to be able to happen. Please get vaccinated <laughs> so we can get, we can get back to normal. Please, if you're if, if you're listening to this and you don't know if you want to get vaccinated, I promise you, me and Jackson are both juiced up. Two weeks pass. We're all good. Get vaccinated, folks. And like the micro trip isn't even that bad, dude. Yeah, we mean, have free Wi Fi now. And yeah, like, we have. I have like an FM transmitter. I listen to the radio in my head. <laughs> I, talk, I talk like a CV radio in my head. I'll talk to truckers yeah. at night. <laughs> Ten four, good buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> good night, good buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, I, I uh, sadly, I had plans to go to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago really? in 2019, and things happened things fell through money things yeah. fell through and i couldn't but i was so sad and i was like all right i'm gonna go next i'm gonna go next year and there wasn't one in 2020 right, right um and then obviously things got canceled things got changed it was a big I big deal so i plan on going to a star wars celebration at least once in my life i would assume that these are already sold out but i mean like if they pretty much you, because the, the tickets like, they're basically um just the dates moved so you can like if you've right if you so the tickets amount from, that's been purchased yeah from august 2022 you just 
literally get it transferred to the new dates. But um, I think I think by now, if if I'm not mistaken, all that's left are like some of the single day passes. And a lot of the time they're for like the last day or like the first day, because usually the middle two days are where they do the big panels and the big announcements and stuff. So, well, and like, and most of the shops will be like up and functioning at that point too. A lot of shops first day aren't normally ready. And a lot of shops last day are closing up, getting ready to get out. So yeah. So Um, that's, that's why those tickets take a little longer to sell. But I think, you know, in the coming weeks, it'll all be sold up and that'll be that. I, when I was in high school, I dated a girl whose dad was, is really into star Wars. And so is she. Um, but they went while we were still dating. Um, and I think it was in Florida that year. And she brought back, um, a, I have a Darth Vader poster from celebration oh, nice. that they bought from, um, his, the artist's name is Brent Woodside. He's pretty good. Um, okay. He's on Instagram and Facebook and uh, he tons and tons of Star Wars art that he does. So, um, yeah, check him out if you guys don't know who he is. Brent Woodside is his name and his wife. Ooh, my, my her name might be Emily, but do not quote me on that. Woodside <laughs> is the last name. It's not like it's gotcha. a difficult thing to find. So, well, cool. What do we have next? Well, awesome. Uh, it looks like Marvel head Kevin Feige has no ambition to take leadership at Lucasfilm. I don't know why we have to keep doing these news stories, but there's keeps there, it keeps happening and people really want Kevin Feige to head Lucasfilm for some reason. Um, but there is a lot of restructuring happening at Disney at Disney right now with, you know, the new CEO, Bob Chappick. And um, we have Bob Iger, Uncle Bob leaving here at the end of December. Yeah, right. Um, and according to a new report, insiders spoke with at least one unidentified Disney executive who confirmed that Kevin Feige is very happy with his position and, and focus at Marvel, and he has no ambition or plans or anything to take leadership at Lucasfilm. Um, and there's a lot of people who just don't believe him that he <laughs> that he has any He's involvement. Lying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just like why why would he lie about that? If he was excited about something excited, like, you know, if, if yeah, he had at any least like at all to be a at part it. of Lucasfilm, he would be like, yeah, I would, I would be more than happy to, but he hasn't said that. Um, and it, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like Kathleen Kennedy's contract is set to expire later this year, which I'm, I, I'm, I promise you it's going to get renewed and she'll be on for yeah, a little right. longer. She's just going to stay um, on. But you know, it, it will be kind of interesting to see, you know, if they do end up taking a different approach um, for Lucasfilm helming, but I, th- you know, I think that Kathy Kennedy has made several billion dollars for Lucasfilm and Disney. So I think we're, we're in pretty good hands with Kathleen Kennedy at the helm right now. Um, watch rogue squadron come out and the movie's going to end and we're going to see like directed by Patty Jenkins and then we're going to see produced by Kevin Feige and everyone's going to go, what? <laughs> yeah, no, but I think, um, his Kevin Feige's, you know, he's executive producing one of the, a star Wars film. Um, I don't know. I think they, they have announced like a writer and that's about it so far. It wasn't in like the big slate that Lucas that Lucasfilm put out at the beginning of the year at the well, end of last year. I wonder so, if it's the Taika Waititi one since he did. I think Thor. it's something totally different. I think it's something oh. like there hasn't been a director announced yet. It's still in like early early it's development. Still like early early. Yeah. Um. So, Aww. I mean, it was announced like probably probably a year no probably almost two years ago by now that he was going to do a Star Wars film. So. 
I wonder what's, I guess, you know, he's also starting to build a new phase of the MCU and all that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. They still have big plans with MCU. I mean, I, I think it's funny that a lot of people forget that, like, Back in like 2016, 2017, Marvel just announced that they had movies, movie plans for yeah. like all the way to 2030. Yeah. And, and it also yeah. it also baffles me that people think that Kevin Feige even has time to focus on anything. To like do two at one. Yeah. What do they, yeah. they, they A lot of people just think that these producers just like, yes, you can do this. Now I will sit in my office until you need me again. Yeah. And knowing Kevin Feige, he has a very hands on producer filmmaker and he is very you know he wants to be part of things and he can't do that he can't do that and try to also be this you know the president of a separate company so yeah that's you know people will always do anything to try to get kathleen kennedy out of (laughs) out of star wars which i think is just right (laughs) it's just kind of dumb and nuts but um cool what is next Star Wars Andor has some new uh, some new information that we've got. We got the weekly um, Andor news here. The weekly Andor news. I, you know what though? The more we get this, the more I'm definitely excited yeah. to see and experience it. Um, Star Wars Andor returns to the forest location of Black Park. Um, it looks like in the upcoming Andor series, um, it is they returned to Black Park in the United Kingdom, a location that they used to film in the sequel trilogy. Um, based on the pictures, it appears some kind of jungle scene is being filmed with lots of fern-like trees and some wooden huts, which may or may not be complete at the moment. Uh, Filming is expected to go through June once the shoot wraps up its current run in Dorset. Both The Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker filmed in Black Park for key sequences in this movie, including Takodana and the Resistance-based scenes, respectively. I wonder if it's Yavin. That'd be interesting. I wonder... Or just I maybe just another forest planet. Yeah, I think that I think that is a that is a good bet that it could be Yavin. I would expect a random forest planet, but Yavin is a fun would be a fun uh, return. Or maybe maybe you know Maz Maz has been around for thousands of years. Yeah, maybe it is Takodana. Uh, that actually be really cool to see awesome. Maz in this. Is yeah. like she works as an informant for the rebellion, and the, and she this is totally like her her playing field too. With like you know, Andor isn't like a big. This would. Yes, he's he's like I someone can, who would just show up at Maz's castle and be like, "Yeah, hey, Maz. this is <laughs> you know? this is totally a perfect." Uh, I I can't believe we never even thought about that. I, is I that either. this is this is perfect for Maz Kanata to return? Because I wish we did see a lot more with Maz. Yeah, <laughs> I I I'm glad we're talking about this now because now uh, yeah, yeah, now right? I want that, and now it's not going to happen. I'm going to be disappointed when it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, Man, yeah, we're getting with with this weekly Andor news. I, I guess they're really picking up to a lot of a lot of key points of production. Um, they're doing a lot of on location stuff, which I'm surprised because I'm I was expecting they would use the volume since they have like four of them right. built now. Um, well, and I would assume how I bet you they're using all of the big stuff. For- well, yeah, I think I I think also. Um, I remember that one behind the scenes kind of real thing they put out um, for the investors meeting. A lot of the stuff was like real built sets in studio, like sound stages. So I'm wondering if they went the the practical route for this show. 
I would definitely assume so. But like, yeah, why? Especially after what we've seen that like the volume can do with the Mandalorian. I, I right. mean more um I mean more action wise and I mean more um cityscape wise, because mm-hmm. Mandalorian does a really good job at, at faking a town. Um yeah, I don't know. Maybe it maybe it is just because they're probably using all of the volume, so they're kind of I bet you it's like they're forced to do on stage, but because they're doing soundstage stuff, they just get whatever they want so they can jump around too. Um, yeah, I don't know. But like, yeah, because even then, like I would expect Andor to be a show that jumps from planet to planet already. So I'm something like the volume would be perfect for that. Yeah, but I'm also wondering if there is a lot of these on location exterior scenes, and that's a little that can be kind of hard to fake. Um, if yeah. especially if they're going for that Rogue One tone of like everything seems very grounded and real. Yeah, I wonder that's true. if it, if you just get it get the a different tone when you're on location than if you're in the volume well and like i definitely agree with it trying to replicate that rogue one tone oh yeah what it's got better tony, than just tony gilroy just, at the helm and yeah yeah what what better than just do what rogue one did and just kind of pay homage slash mock what a new hope did and just make everything practical yeah. you know yeah i think i i think sometime I think in the latter half of this year, I think probably Q3 or Q4, they'll throw out a teaser for Andor Um, or at least some kind of sizzle reel or something. Give give us something. Something. Um, Yeah. Give us like, give us entertainment weekly, like professional promotional photos. I always like when those come out. Oh yeah. Or like the variety magazines. magazines. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, cool. This is our last story here again, a very, very slow news week. Um, But I remember we were talking about a couple weeks ago, the star Wars droids show from the eighties um, is headed to UK and Ireland. Um, the, their version of Disney plus um, as of right now, there is no word on when it will be joining the U S uh, version of Disney plus, but the indication seems that it will be a bit further off. Um, the listings that the people at the WODP are looking at say that it won't be arriving in June until wait, no, it won't be arriving in June for Americans. So it's going to arrive in July. The episode earliest could be later. Who knows? Um, but it looks like it's going to be a part of this whole, you know, vintage, vintage collection on yeah. Disney Plus, which again has the 2003 Clone Wars, Ewoks. I love, by the way, I love the vintage collection. Yeah, it's 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 great to put on in the background when you're doing something. Just throw on an episode of the Ewok show, or throw on, you know, throw on an episode, or throw on one of the Clone Wars episodes. Even like it's just a right. You don't have to pay attention or you could you know just drink drink some beer and watch uh, the caravan of courage yeah we'll have to do that Chillin'. sometime we'll have, to, we'll have to have a viewing party for caravan of courage because it's just i tried That'd watching it one time and like the first even the first scene i was like oh You're it's like, just like 80s tv movie quality it's not great um but yeah what do you how much more do you think there is that we don't know about for Star Wars Vintage stuff? Because I know there was... Put the holiday special. Put the holiday special on the yeah. Vintage Collection. Do it, you cowards. I know you have it. It's on YouTube. They can they can put it on Disney+. Yeah, Plus. right. Just, just give me the crappy quality version. I really don't care. Put it on there. Yeah, yeah. Give us... Also give us um, the old uh, Star Wars Underworld show. <laughs> Oh yeah, the one that never or, uh, never got never got released. 
Good Lord. Do you remember the? Did you ever see the test footage from the Underworld show? No, but I know of it. Oh, I remember hearing it about it, it and very, seeing stuff. It was going to be on ABC, I believe, and it. It, it is it is like you know it is test footage, but it looks like they were very, kind of like what the Mandalorian is doing now with technology and the volume and stuff. It was like the 2010 version of that, like revolutionary filmmaking. Yeah, kind of thing. like it was all green screen, but it looked great. And like you can, I think they had like some producer director at the monitor, and they they were actually seeing the effects in real time like through in, the monitor. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So, um, but yeah, just. Put everything that Star Wars has ever released on Disney Plus, you know, just give us yeah, give us I, it all. <laughs> I think we as a I say this, we as a general Star Wars fan base, no matter what your opinions are about everything, I think we can all collectively agree that the vintage stuff that 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 old retro, just the Star Wars things, it's no longer about if it's good or bad. It's just that we want just it. Give it to us. Yeah, why not? Um. And I think Lucasfilm is like, no, it sucks. And everyone's like, no, we don't care. Like, we well, know that. It, it like, also might be a rights thing, too, because I think they're still kind of transferring <laughs> over a lot of stuff from 20th Century Fox. It's They're like... <laughs> They're like waiting for George Lucas to die so they can release it all because he's like, you know, he's got like stuff in his in whatever contract that I he has. No, I, deals. I guarantee you that in the contract, it said that they couldn't do anything with the holiday special. They, they can't do anything with the bad because stuff. He, he's like, no, he hates the holiday special. He, he's like, he I, keep, himself I keep that, it in a vault that's ready to be self-destructed at any he second. He said himself that if he could go door to door and collect everybody's copy and burn them, he would. <laughs> Which makes me want to see it so much more. You haven't seen it? <laughs> no, oh, I never. I want have, it so bad. We're go, we're gonna we're gonna get drunk and have a viewing party. All right, we're gonna do that. Hell yeah, we're gonna do that. Hell yes, I'm so it. <laughs> well, cool. I think that's all the news for this week. Again, like we keep saying, slow week because we had such a heavy week last week. But um, you know, such is life, and here we are. Right. Such is the way. Well, if you would like to find us on the social medias, you can always find us on Instagram at Through Imperialized Pod, Twitter at Imperialized Pod, and YouTube. You can just search us up at Through Imperialized Podcast. Jackson, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter. I will be there waiting. <laughs> no, you can find you with can a find sign. Me on <laughs> with a sign that says, "Please follow me." Please follow, like, and subscribe. Uh, no, you can find me on Twitter at Quacks and Scalene. That's Q-U-A-C-K-S-O-N and then Scalene like the triangle. Uh, and then you can follow my photography Instagram that I don't touch anymore as well, but I always want to, which is uh, at Deline underscore photography. Deline is spelled D-A-L-E-E-N, and you can do the rest. Brady, what about you? And as always, you can find me in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I like to drink beer and I'll, I'll make a bonfire. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll dig up your, your weeds for you and spray some plant killer. I don't know. I'll ground your weeds for you. <laughs> but if you want to find me on the social medias, you can hit me up on Instagram at Brayden Ledbetter, on Twitter at Braydathalon, and I will pull the old Jordan Dennis again and plug my letterbox. So you can just look me up. It's just Brayden Ledbetter, and you can see what movies I'm watching. You can see what I'm reviewing. All that kind of fun stuff if you're interested in that. Um, and if you're listening, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Leave that review. Leave that rating on Apple Podcasts. If you have it, if you don't have it, hit up, hit up our Spotify. Follow us. You know, Leave us a review on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this podcast on right now because it really helps the show. And if you like the show and you do that, it, it, it helps us because it lets the, the, the algorithm know that people like what we're doing and it'll spit it out to more people. Um... 
but also we're, we're this is probably an episode where we should have taken questions but we also take questions every now and again on our main show which is this show um so if you want to send those in on any of our social medias my social media jackson social media just send them directly to jackson um i'll, I'll just, let him take honestly care. do it just message me randomly be like hey i have a question be yeah. like what what do you want yeah and then be on the lookout tomorrow for our episode of the batch report and we'll be reviewing the newest episode of the bad batch um and we're kind of going into uncharted territory in the bad batch right now so um <laughs> jackson is still laughing i'm just that's so stupid hey i have a question we want <laughs> just answer it right there in the dms <laughs> yeah i will i'm still away from the show just... <laughs> hey what's your favorite story moving i don't know we'll see you tomorrow for the batch report and uh if you don't like watching our episodes of the batch report then um go screw yourself <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i don't you don't no but uh you know if, if you're not into that and then hit up our uh our news episode for next week i'm sure we'll have a little bit more news stories to to, to share with you by then but i think until we see you next time may the force be with you <laughs>